All right, before we get started, just want to let you guys know this is not a podcast for your grandma. Unless your grandma like to talk shit like we do. <laughs> Let's go. Yo, first and foremost, you know what it is, a middle finger to what it ain't. It's your boy Rashim, and of course, my guy TZ. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Muse. And we on a podcast uh, today, baby. We on a what's podcast up, today. What's, what? What, what you talking about, nigga? <laughs> we had to take it back. Nigga got tired of doing videos, man. We're just gonna go back to our roots, our ritz. You dig what I'm saying? Go back to TZ. How you feeling, dog? I'm feeling good, dog. I'm feeling like I need a haircut. Um, in a retwist, but a nigga Shit. is hanging in there. I'm hanging Damn, in there. Boy. Them, them <laughs> niggas still cutting up in Chicago, bro. They ain't, they ain't cut it out. They, they, they could, man. I just been busy, man. I really, I really been grinding, man. Really, really been trying to get, you know, some, some shit set up. Yeah, you nigga know been grinding on everything up. but the podcast. It's crazy, but <laughs> that's, that's facts. <laughs> that's facts, though. That is really facts. I've been trying to get a new job, dog. So. Damn. Um, Nah, I definitely feel that, man. I've, I've had to take a step back myself, bro. We've been kind of like digging deep into the podcast and kind of neglecting real, you know, uh, I'm not not to say real life, but our other other uh, life goals, things like that. So now nah, I feel that for right. sure, man. We got to get it every way possible. But look, we facts, back facts, on facts. the shit. You dig what I'm saying? Back on the podcast, bring y'all big content. Yo, TJ, mm-hmm. let the niggas know what we're talking about today, dog. We're talking about some real hip hop hit shit. You know, these are my favorite fucking conversations. Oh, man. yeah. We're talking about the new Wale and J. Cole track. And mm-hmm. from there, we're going to pivot into Wale and J. Cole in general. Yep. And then we really want to discuss this recent video that went viral that Drake talking to Cole about being bronze. Right. A, lot stuff, a lot of stuff to talk about, man. That man, Cole, has been in the headlines, man. Yeah, he definitely has, man. Kind of feels like right before he dropped KOD, he was doing the feature shit all right. every day. So I feel like, you know, he about to drop that good-ass album. You dig what I'm saying? That's why he in the headlines. But much to talk about. I want to talk about, you know, J. Cole's freestyle as well, how he mentioned that he just poked out France, uh, of the other two, like he was third behind Kendrick and Drake. So I want to talk about that, and I want to talk about Wale stature and track is the the best way to do it so man let's 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 get into it man let's talk talk about it and see what happened you dig what i'm saying all right man so like i said we're gonna be discussing a lot here uh we're gonna first start out by talking about the wildlife featuring j cole poke it out now that release early today at 3 p.m. of all times? Like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like a win? Like, what? Yeah, What's like... Continue doing? Can we talk? Yeah, like, I don't I don't understand why Buddy was just like, yeah, 3 p.m., like, let's drop it. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. And this is the first time Wale and J. Cole have met on a track since 2018. So, you know, it was high expectations, honestly. You know, I, I was looking forward to seeing what they have to deliver right. on this track, and I don't feel like they're disappointed. I feel like the track was about what you think. I thought it was dope. I didn't expect what I got. I um the beat was great. Cool and Dre were on production. I thought it was great. I love the vibe. Um, it was fun too. I like the track. I like what both artists brought to it. Um, it's a solid bop. It, the question will be for me, you know, how long will this be in the rotation? You know, I think it's gonna be on Wale's 
for Lauren two projects. Yeah. Um, but overall, I loved it. You know, and J. Cole always really brings it when he's on the track with his friends. Like he really gives them the great features. Yeah, this man, this man constantly does like just random uh <laughs> freestyles and verses for like tons of niggas in the industry, like his his peers. And like so yeah, so this man does come with, with tracks for all his peers, and we think his peers will be obviously, you know, Drake, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Big Sean is kind of in there as well, and, and then Wale. So, I think he does that, man. So, what, what would you what would you rate this song if you had to? Um, I would say, whew, I would say it's seven, seven and a half. You know, <laughs> it's, it's nothing grand. It's not going to change your life if you hear this track, but it yeah. it will definitely uh brighten your day. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, it definitely a feel good track, man. I can definitely see it being spent in like bars and clubs and shit like that. Right. So that's good. It's like a feel good Is song. Play his first number one. Oh shit! Hell no! Nah. If this is motherfucking Wale's first number one, he's fucked up in life. Like I, I don't even know how to. Yeah, I don't think he got that type of potential. You know, they really don't. You know, they collabed a lot, but they don't really make hit records together. Mm. Now, this is a strong statement to make, but I thought they have tried. Yeah, they have tried. Bad Girls Club was definitely promoted as if that was going to be the single. They really wanted that to really blow up. Mm. They put a lot of marketing dollars into the music video, and the track was fire. Yeah, but they just they don't have that kind of like. Uh, J Cole is a great feature artist, but he's not necessarily a guaranteed hit. There's only a few artists who can give you that, and right. that's fine. It's not a diss. Yeah, you know, yeah. It don't have to be a hit. You know, um, you gotta know your lane for sure. And exactly. yeah, J Cole is a great lyricist. I think he has that star potential for sure. But he's not right. on that Drake level of this is guaranteed a hit. I don't even think Kendrick is there. Like Kendrick, if Kendrick is on your track, it's not guaranteed hit. Right. I mean, look what's, at what's that, shit? what's that collab the other day? Top of the morning, top of the morning. <laughs> don't even get me fucking started. Hey, that's, <laughs> hey, that's probably a hit. So that was, <laughs> shit. That's probably a hit though. I ain't gonna flex, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, that shit actually probably made that shit way more popular. Yeah, but I still feel like a hit got to be on the radio. Hit is that on the radio? Yeah, I, I preach. I don't listen to the radio. I'm pretty sure that's making it, bro. Because it it made too many TikToks. You dig what I'm saying? It was on Instagram. Yeah, like you, points are being made. Points are being made. I may have to um, walk back that statement, but I, I really do still feel like I've heard better verses from Kendrick. Oh, facts, big facts. Yeah, man. So when you look at Wale featuring J Cole, just their songs in general, and we'll circle back to where Poke It Out stands. Uh, within their series of featuring with each other, but they actually have a pretty stout list of songs that feature. List, yeah. yeah, yeah. So That's just so just reading it off, and we could talk about where this list they got poke it out, which they just released back in 2018. They did the My Boy freestyle um, on his uh, EP on Wale's EP Free Lunch. They also got Rather Be with You, uh, Beautiful Bliss, You Got It, Bad Girls Club, which you talked about earlier. Uh, Winter Scheme, The Pessimist, which was on Wale's album. It's on the album about nothing. And then you got a couple songs that just uh, feature J. Cole and the Maybach, Maybach group. So out of the songs that we have, like I said, you know, you know Poke It Out, Ready to Be With You, all, all of them, all them gents, what would you think, what, what's your thoughts? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's killing it on the track? You know, is J. Cole carrying it? Is Wale carrying it? What's the best? Like, let's talk about it. Let's get into it. So honestly, you know, when it comes to me, as someone who fucks with both artists who have listened to them, 
since they really came out in, you know, the 09s and 10s, J. Cole has slaughtered <laughs> on 95% of these tracks, my guy. Jesus God. Christ. It's not even fair, bro. Starting with their very, very first collab, which I believe is Beautiful Bliss. Now, Rather Be With You could have might have came before that. But yeah. Beautiful Bliss was off J. Not what J. Cole, but Wale's first album. That is not only a very easy win for Cole, oh but that's one of Cole's best verses ever. Yeah. My guy has so many quotables. Oh, He's my God. definitely in a class of my own at dinner with Hove, hoping that he passed the baton. He just passed the Patron. Patron. And you, dog is earned, and you live and dog, you learn. I let you niggas see the light. I'm at the prison. Y'all are yearning for that living life. <laughs> Mama ain't done yet. Sit back and watch your sunrise. Kick back and know your sunset. No! I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, but that is one of my favorite verses from Cole. Yo. It's really early that you is not finna out eat him on her track. I'm Bro. sorry. Bro, facts. The bar and stuff, like everything you said was good. The the sixteen that he spent was fire. But that line—if you ain't heard it, ooh, that line, out. yes, please look up "Beautiful Bliss" if you haven't heard it. But the line he said, talking to his mama, and telling her to sit back and watch your sunrise. Just really good play on words. Set, Jesus. Jesus. That line from um the new Drake album where he said uh. Mom used to be in disability, but she gave me disability. Like that, that level of just like playing on multiple words. But Cole was spitting like that in two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah. That's oh nine Cole, raw vintage Cole. But anyway, amongst the conversation of what's their best track, mm-hmm. to me, it's got to be "Beautiful Bliss." Beautiful mm-hmm. Bliss. Yes, you had the Cole verse that was a star-studded verse. Don't get me wrong, but right. the track itself is laid very beautifully. Yeah. The production is great. I love the chorus. Um, she did a great job with that. And while I still have some really great verses, like that's one of those tracks where, um, I had it in a playlist. Like just wake up to and go to work to. Like that song really starts you off good. It got a really yeah. good like morning vibe to it. Triumphant vibe. Just good vibes all around, man. Like they, just a beautiful track. Honestly, that's yeah. my that's my go-to for best collab from now. What do you think? I definitely agree, man. I think Beautiful Bliss is up there for show. Uh, I think Winter Schemes featuring Cole is a good uh, secondary because okay. that's that's one of the tracks and probably the only track they featured on where Wale killed Cole. And maybe yeah, he went in because maybe it's because like. Wale usually goes first, and then he let Cole come in. <laughs> That's true. And you, you'll notice when you look at their collabs, most of the time, 90% of their collabs is Wale featuring Cole. Right. And that's very valid because when you get to hear what somebody else did, it's a lot easier to measure up. Yeah. Easier. Yeah. And then that song with Winter Schemes, Cole basically gave him the setup. He said right there in his verse, Wale kill these niggas. And yeah. Wale said, okay, bet, I got you. Yeah, and Wale did kill these niggas. So, yeah, on Winter Schemes, <laughs> Wale went the fuck off. You know, only track they featured on each other where I give it to Wale, and it's not even close. Now, with Beautiful Bliss, I think, kind of like what you were saying, it was a great song. It was a great song. I, it is my favorite collab from them. Uh, Wale had a great verse. J. Cole was just that much better. So that kind of speaks to the star power of J. Cole, and it, it speaks to the song itself. It was a great song. That should have been a number one, but, you know, that's like in that uh, mixtape, attention deficit era, you know. Yeah. Really and they didn't even put it on a, on a mixtape, actually. I think that's like literally you just got to find that shit for yourself. Right. It came out in 2013 amongst that uh, the Gifted era and the Born Center era. So yeah. it made it to neither project for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, 
I don't even yeah. understand that, bro. Like it just it just slid under the carpet. It, I hate artists do that. The only valid reason for when artists do that to me when they have really good tracks that they don't put on projects is when they couldn't get the sample to clear. Right. Well, otherwise, you would run the risk of people never really appreciating that track because they have no error to come back to that too. Like right, you got right. the hip hop head to just know about that, honestly. Yeah, facts, facts, man. Yeah, if you haven't heard that song, please look up "Beautiful Bliss." That shit is fire. Uh, and also Winter Schemes. I think that was one of those other ones that kind of like slid on the carpet. Uh, probably people haven't heard it, but you know, they, they usually do great work together in itself and, uh, their features are good. They do solid work. It's nothing like crazy. Um, mm. but it's solid. And like you said, I think 95% of the time Cole is killing Wale. So when you look at, when you, when you look, <laughs> when you look at that, we have to mention, the uh false prophets uh kind of like this if you will now a lot yeah. of people it was primarily aimed at kanye and why that might be true it was also aimed at wale so you know you had the false prophets you had wale's response to that groundhog day and then more twitter storms that 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 swam after that so let's 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 get into that real quick yeah i'm glad so uh for the people who may not be aware of what happened in that situation. So false prophets is a track released by J Cole. He released everybody dies around this time too. And this was basically uh, around 2016 released in, in the midst of the hype around for your eyes only. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody was kind of excited. These tracks were actually, and this is really interesting too. These tracks were actually slated to be on the fall off. Um, mm-hmm. These were some of the first tracks that J Cole said were meant for the fall off. So anyway, um, on False Prophets, she has the the verses that are obviously dedicated to Kanye, but we won't get into that for the sake of what we're talking about here today. But the tracks about Wale were basically like he had this guy, he didn't say names, but he mentions in the verse that he knew this rapper who wants to win bad, and this rapper is basically always kind of complaining about where he's at in the game. And Cole basically kind of gives him some advice and just says, like, man, really, it's it's really not about the success and the notoriety. It's about you know, you you got fans, my guy. <laughs> like you, you yeah. got way more than you think you got. You're just not thankful for it. Yeah. Um, and the gist that's what he said. Um, and it was pretty obvious he was talking about Wale after it kind of got out on Twitter, etc. And Wale responds with Groundhog Day, which is honestly one of his best songs bar wise. He definitely stepped up. Now, I've criticized Wale's rapping style for just kind of being a little too wordy sometimes. He doesn't allow the last sentence of his raps to kind of just breathe sometimes. Facts. He kind of just runs on. like a His whole rapping style is like a big run-on sentence. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm really not trying to kill that nigga right now, but that shit was a murder. Anyway, so the song, a lot of people rumored that they were really beefing, but they really weren't just beefing. They really were still cool. It was more like just like some hip-hop stuff. And to prove that they really weren't beef and they actually met at a game around that very weekend when those songs dropped so to, just to show that there really wasn't any bad blood and honestly you know they have one of the most solid friendships there is another thing as it concerns Wale and J. Cole and Drake which is going to tie all of this in on Twitter I think I don't know I'm not sure what what platform he said but Wale said something that um had you know Twitter and uh, other blogs ablaze. He essentially said that the reason why Cole and Drake are successful is because they're light skinned, and the reason why he's not as successful as them is because he's dark skinned. Now, mm-hmm. that's a strong statement to make. Yeah, guy. yeah. That's that's a statement to make. What about that itself? What are, What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think at first, like glance, because I'm pretty sure this was on Twitter. He tweeted this. Uh, and then everybody retweeted it and all that. 
But at first glance, I was like, maybe he has some validity to it. I'm thinking about the big artists that kind of stood on their own. Now, Drake didn't stand on his own. He had Lil Wayne to usher him in, but he is, you know, very much light skinned. He came with a very different style and he popped. So maybe it can speak to, you know, his light skin power or whatever. I feel like most of the artists that he was referring to, obviously Drake and J. Cole, they had people to usher them in. And when you right. get big artists, you know, um, Kendrick Gamar the same way. He had he had Top Dog to usher him as well. And then he had most of L.A. to, like, put right. on his back. You know, M.W.A. was... They yeah. all favored that nigga. Like, really, like, they all gave him mad props to help him set up with a exactly. lot of uh, notoriety. There wasn't too many artists that was just out that, that was as big as these other three. You know, Big Sean had Kanye. Uh, Kid Cudi had Kanye. A lot of people had Kanye, to be real with you. But there was a lot, <laughs> there was a lot of artists that had big names behind him. Wale did not. He did not have a big name behind him. He had right. Rick Ross. And Rick Ross know? came later on in his career. Really, that, that didn't come until, what, 2010? You know, he wasn't introduced through Rick Ross. Right. Rick Ross basically gave him a second chance. Right. Now, there are there are artists that was able to stand on their own two feet and still make waves. I think Chance the Rapper is a good example of that. Nice. Um, he came in prior to anybody really knowing, and he had a one of the best mixtapes in hip hop history. I, I definitely will argue. Were you not finna argue me different? I swear yeah. to God. Yeah, he definitely, definitely had one of the best uh, mixtapes in hip hop history, and he stood on his own two feet. It wasn't until later on in his career where he got more people behind him, but he had that that grandeur of we can put him in top five at that time. You know, even with his. Right. You know, last album in the coloring book, or the not his last album, but the coloring book oh, was his last album. <laughs> no, he should have stopped there. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus. That, that, what was, was the album? I'm in love with my wife. I don't know, but. <laughs> <laughs> Bars. Oh my God, bro. Yeah. Uh, that, that album was weak as hell. But yeah, no, I, I do think at the time, though, Chance came out, he was still big. Wale's biggest problem is he's. Is really hard to say, right? Like, it's like he's right there to like break. So I actually know what it is, bro. I, I sat, I sat and thought about it, and it it actually ties into something that Wale said himself. You know, when this uh when this whole thing with the Drake and J Cole, when Drake gave him his flowers, Wale retweeted it with some emojis, and under the comments, someone mentioned what I just brought up about how Wale said, you know, they only successful because they light skin. <laughs> And then essentially Wale responded to that, yeah, niggas just don't like me. I was just talking, niggas just don't like me because of my my personality and my attitude. And that's true, bro. When when Wale got signed to Rick Ross, his whole demeanor changed. Mm. He 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 got real cocky. He got real he made he made a lot of media attention for for saying outlandish statements about where he's at, who he is. And um I think the thing is people have to be really careful. Yeah. Not everybody can be cocky. And that's, that's crazy because I had to learn that in my own life. Some people can get away with being cocky while others can't. Some people want you to be humble. And the, the real the real big difference in who can do what is where are you in the game for you to be cocky? All if right. Drake can be cocky, it's because Drake has the actual success and the stats to back that up. Man got more slaps than the Beatles. So, I mean. Facts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, everybody can't do that. I think the situation was Wale thought he was bigger than what he was yeah and i don't think the people wanted that from him and it just kind of rubbed people the wrong way his success definitely had like a uh, a ceiling to it 
Yeah. yeah, he did have hits though, and I really want people to push the respect on Wale hand, um, Wale name. He got plenty of hits, dog. Maybe like eight, but that's still better than your average rapper. Like, I'm trying to see every collab with Jeremiah is a hit. Do you the feel, track with Rihanna? Do you ahead. feel like Wale has a classic album? I feel like he do, bro. But niggas be shitting on it, bro. I honestly feel like the album about nothing was a perfect album from Wale. I feel like Attention Deficit was really good. It just didn't have the success. I feel like if he has one, it can only be one of these three albums. Attention Deficit, uh, Album About Nothing, or Ambition. Like, the thing is, when it comes to classics, you know, it's popularity, too. And popularity is the only reason why Attention Deficit won't get the attention it deserves. Yeah, album about nothing. I just feel like niggas just didn't listen to it enough. Like that album was perfect. It, it tied into his other song, his other albums. He had a mixtape about nothing, and then he had more about nothing, and then he followed up with album about nothing. It actually, had the Seinfeld guy in the album. Yeah, it was just really good collabs on it. It was a great album. I really wish that one should have took off the way it deserved. Yeah, I think after that, I don't think he has it in him to drop another classic album. Because the budget has decreased since, and that's not even a shot, bro. That's but honestly, shot. when you sign to an artist to a label, no, I mean, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you you gonna lose your budget, and you going it's gonna be harder and harder to turn out a classic when you lose more and more money. So yeah, I think I think at this point we can't. I will say, if you don't want to say he had a classic album, you gotta say more about nothing as a mixtape was definitely a classic. That that shit was good. Yeah, yeah, and I do think I do think he has like classic mixtapes but when you compare it to the other three right Right, Jacob has several classic mixtapes uh Drake has so far gone which is probably like this is all you need and then if you want to include if you're reading this too late as a mixtape which I think we should that's also Mm -hmm. a classic uh and then Kendrick Lamar obviously has you know his classic mixtape got overly dedicated you got section 80 yeah these are classic mixtapes. They have several classic mixtapes, and they also have several classic albums. So that's the difference between him and these niggas, man. And then there's also the thing, too, because, you know, on the topic of whether he had validity when the statement he made about they're only successful because they're light-skinned, Kendrick ain't light-skinned at all. Yeah. I Kendrick just as dark. <laughs> yeah, about the same skin tone, look. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's like... That can't carry you too far if you got people out here who are refuting that. You know, Jay-Z ain't dark-skinned. I mean, ain't light-skinned. You know what I'm saying? Drake is one of a kind, and I do think, to some extent, maybe being looking less threatening helps, mm. but I don't I don't think it carries you in a, in a game where being hardcore and being a gangster is very, helps with your street cat. It's going to hurt you at some point. So I don't, I, I get what you're saying, Wale, on that, and I think you've doubled back on that statement, so I won't drill you too hard on it, but... Uh, yeah. Well, I wanted to mention, you know, we kind of we kind of briefly mentioned it. The whole thing that Wale, that conversation came back up into Twitter is because Wale commented on the video of Drake giving J. Cole his props. Now, now, this was really, I don't really want to talk about this, bro. So in the track, Heaven's EP by J. Cole, the track itself was solid. It was straight, nothing crazy. But the, the part that got everyone's attention was where he mentioned when comparison himself, comparing himself to Drake and Kendrick, that people are giving him the bronze, giving him the third place. Now, I expected J. Cole, when mentioning that, that he's going to say, no, I'm above all these niggas. But no, J. Cole kind of had a, his comments right after that saying that line, kind of was like, yeah, I see where you guys are coming from. Kind of like, I'm not going to debate that. I understand where I'm at. 
Um, and really, he basically said, you know, in so many words that um, he's more afraid of being forgotten and, you know, not getting the notoriety that he deserves. But anyway, being considered bronze and saying that at the level he's at over a Drake beat. Yeah. I mean, of course, it's going to get Drake's attention. Right. And when off-season tour started, um, kicked off in Miami, I think, last week, um, he brought out Drake. And towards the end of Drake's set, or in the middle of his set, I don't know, I didn't get to get there. Right. Drake says, hey, man, I, you know, essentially I heard the song mention you talking about being bronze. I just want to let you know that you one of the greatest niggas to ever do it. And he went on and said a lot of things. Essentially, he was basically giving J. Cole his flowers. But, man, that was a real moment, dog. And to acknowledge that, yo, you not bronze from the dude who's arguably number one or two. And not two. 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 Yeah, (laughs) easily top two. Like, you obviously, it's between Kendrick and and, um, Drake. But what are your thoughts on the whole situation from the J. Cole song up until what Drake did on stage? So let me just start with the Heaven CP. I kind of got to echo what you said about the song. I thought the song was straight. It was cool. Like, it wasn't really crazy. The the pivotal part was him talking about how he's bronze. Uh, He also went on to say, like, he wouldn't try to get all this fame to put his kids in the limelight. You know, everybody felt like, all right, that's to Drake. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what Drake would be doing. But uh, I don't think that was a shot to Drake. I just think he was just mentioning how he lives especially him being good friends with Drake and Kendrick. So him being humble on that track, I feel like was kind of like what he's been for the past, you know, a couple of years. He's talked about how he's wanting to get back to the music. He talked about that on the off season, like, hey, his process of getting back to the music was like sitting sitting in the same place he was way back when and making music and really sit down and challenge mm-hmm. himself. So I feel like he is coming to the realization that he's not on par to where he started. And he mm-hmm. wants to get back there, and he feels like, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not spitting the the bars that you guys want. I'm also, I'm probably awkward on red carpet. I'm not as flashy as these other niggas, right. which is because Kendrick Lamar is not flashy at all. Uh, <laughs> but whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like he probably shouldn't have done it. I also feel like it does sound like a cry for. Hey, y'all give me my flowers. <laughs> like a like a like a chick on Instagram. Man, oh no, I'm feeling fat. But you posting like a <laughs> like a 10% fat, like photo. Okay, okay your abs you know, you, you're making some real points, man. You're making some real points. So it did kind of it seemed like it could be a cry for help. And even if it wasn't, just that appearance of it happening, you know, Chico gotta be aware of that especially with you being so competitive i mean you you went on the off season coming for next you dig what i'm saying like you had right. hella boys, you spitting crazy and you calling uh-huh. yourself like one of the best and yet you're putting yourself behind these other two niggas and i do not understand for the life of me why you put yourself behind kendrick kendrick hasn't done shit since what got down the black panther album like mm-hmm. <laughs> 2018 like are you serious bro like You've been going crazy for right. solid three years. Like, put yourself he on been, a pedestal. He's really been showing up and showing out. I think you said a lot, so I'm going to try to try to dissect the things you said. So, for one, I do think J. Cole has acknowledged that he's behind them, and I think he's done his best to try to counter that. I think the whole slew of features he did, in 18 and 19, I think the whole, okay, I'm going to really rap again in promotion to the off season, the whole, he just seems like he's been giving a lot more effort, the whole, I'm going to put my team on. 
J. Yeah. J. Cole has shown way more hunger than he's shown since he came out in 09 and 10. He yeah. really has really renewed his career. If you compare, like, for example, For Your Eyes Only Cole, he was not rapping like this, my guy. He really is trying yeah. hard again. Okay. But at the same time, at the same time, I get kind of where you're coming from because even though he did all of that, what did he do to put himself above them? Putting out content does not mean you have a good kid, Mad City. It doesn't mean you have an album better than Kendrick's highs. You know, you know, people still have to debate whether or not his greatest albums are as good as Drake's greatest album. So although he can be putting out content and putting out work, I still can see why he could understand that the conversation isn't really changing because you gotta you gotta do more than them niggas in swim or fashion. He's not finna outsell Drake, and he's really not outselling Kendrick. When when Kendrick album dropped, he gonna be up there with Drake. Mark my words, you know, whether he sells more. So my point is, my point is, you got two avenues and two lanes for J- for J. Cole to outdo Kendrick and, Co- and Drake. You got two lanes. He is not going to do the success lane. I'm sorry. Nah. It's, it's, he has a really successful career. He's yeah. just not as successful. So let's, let's dead that conversation. Yeah. Okay. Two, critically, can he be more successful than them. Critically, when you say critically, we're talking about Grammys, we're talking about just people in general, or people, like the average people, are they putting J. Cole over these two? And in general conversations, I think some people may put J. Cole over Drake. You got the people who just feel like, Drake, oh, he has a ghostwriter, he's not a real rapper. Yeah. Those conversations, people will put J. Cole over Drake. I don't really pay attention to those too much because I feel like Drake has a pen, regardless of niggas' opinion of him. And, he's um, and, then, when, and then when they're on a track together, Drake has shown plenty and time and time again that he can rap alongside J. Cole and win. Yeah. Um. So I don't think that's fair. So, But he still has to, he has to be a better rapper than them. And I just, I just have not seen him undoubtedly overwrap them. Yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't have it in him. He's still improving to me as an artist. But he don't have he don't have albums like Drake got multiple classics. Drake's got so far gone. He got take care. He got nothing was the same. All mm-hmm. great projects. Yeah. Kendrick has never dropped a bad project in his fucking life. Ever. And then you got J. Cole's best, which I would say his album 2014 Forrester Drive. The Warmer Friday Night Lights are all great projects. Yeah. But you still kind of have to argue to certain people, to the average fan, whether those are classics, you know? So he is bronze, bro. I hate to say it. Damn. The only thing that'll put him over bronze is what Kendrick sits on. Just like Chance the Rapper fucked up when Chance the Rapper dropped I Love My Wife album. If Kendrick's last album is not fire, Cole easily takes that spot above him to me. And I I would debate niggas down to whatever. Because Kendrick yeah. has not dropped. So people have his highs to compare his career and his uh, talent to. Until this new album come out, we really can't say. It's it's kind of like a, you know, he he in his spot by default. But if the new music ain't bopping, Colden put up enough work to where I'm putting him over Kendrick easy. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, I think and a lot of people might disagree with me when I say this, but Drake has to be number one because he fits more of that criteria that we talk about. He he fits mm-hmm. the success. He has the bars. He has the longevity. So he fits that. Easily, you know, a Jay-Z is, or, you know, even a Kanye West. Okay, stop it. Uh, but <laughs> he fits more of that mode than the other artists. So you're really uh-huh. for number two. Well, And I think what you said is valid. The only thing that I would say that will probably put continue to keep Kendrick up is like you said, he doesn't have a bad project. 
And I, even though I, I am a J. Cole fan, so I feel like he doesn't have a bad project. That's not what the masses thinks. Like, you know, and it's still critically not as successful as Kendrick. This man, Kendrick has a fucking Pulitzer Award. My nigga, like, name another rapper with a Pulitzer Award. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's just not happening, bro. And what are you talking about? So, I and do, it's I, the lane that Kendrick occupies. Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think he is almost in the lane itself. Also, the fact that they bring something to the table. So, Drake and Kendrick Lamar brought something to the table. They they rejuvenated the game. Whereas I feel like right. J. Cole was a student of the game. And there's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm glad he's you great. said that. He's yeah, a great I forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. He's a great student of the game, but he hasn't brought anything different to the game. He's a student of Nas, a student of Jay-Z, a student of New York rap. And yeah. he, he does it well, but not bringing anything new to the game will always put you under niggas that do and do it well you know kind of like is in the same lane as j cole but he do it way better way so, better and then you got to look at it from because i think a lot of people may not realize we got to really delve into that so people will get the point because niggas ain't finna argue <laughs> ain't finna argue with me without me having put all my argument out there in the forefront. yeah so one when we say that kendrick has done more than cole you got to understand, Kendrick came in and every asset and facet of his career and, and output, he was going above and beyond. Let's talk about performances. When Kendrick was performing at the Grammys, my guy, the performance itself just Fire. blew people's minds. You know what I'm saying? You're not seeing J. Cole doing that. When people think of J. Cole performances, they're not thinking of, damn, that shit jaw-dropping crazy. Right. Kendrick on stage performing Black or the Berry, my guy. Got people in chains and people don't. He, he always performs, and his whole thing is, I want to shock you and wow you. Yeah. J. Cole does not wow you. J. Cole gives you moments. J. Cole is great. And I'm not saying this to not J. Cole. We are some of J. Cole's biggest fans right here. Nice. I'm a bigger J. Cole fan than I'll probably ever be a Kendrick. J. Cole. <laughs> when we're talking to his hip-hop heads, you, you got to look at as much objective stuff as you can. Yeah. When we say objectively, when we look at the numbers, J. Cole ain't putting out better numbers. Nah. He not. Nah. He, he, said, he got some successful stories in his lane. Don't get me wrong. The no features. He doing that. But he not outdoing them in any way. What What did J. Cole bring to the game that was completely unique to J. Cole? Nothing. <laughs> nothing, dog. It's, it's literally nothing. Kendrick, Kendrick's superpower is this. Kendrick and Cole talk about the same stuff. But the reason why Kendrick has more people's ear when he talks about it is because he's way more exciting in the way he talks about it. Yeah. He, he talks about it in new ways. His flows are more exciting. His beats are way more exciting, give you more of a thump. And he has mm-hmm. more of a mainstream ear while maintaining real content. And the What's biggest talking? example I can talk about that is Swimming Pools. Swimming Pools is a motherfucking banger, dog. It That's was a club hit. It was a radio hit, and it was one of his first singles. Now, compare that to one of Kendrick, I mean, not Kendrick, but Cole's first singles workout. Mm. Huge difference, my guy. In order for Cole to have become successful and get that radio potential, he himself felt like he had to sell out. Yeah, and he, he said, didn't have to do that. He said that himself. Yeah, he felt like he let Nas down with workout. Right. Whereas Kendrick came in, he had a hit, he had a great beat to it, he had a great moment, a great song, great um, club hit, but the thing was, he didn't compromise what the subject matter was. Yeah. It was still about some real shit, alcoholism. And that and really changed I, him and separated him from the average country, self-conscious rappers. 
you know, Common not doing that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Common not doing that. <laughs> Even Nas not doing Hell that. No. Lupe Fiasco not doing that. The ability to 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 be in multiple lanes at the same time. Yeah. And that's what scares Drake when it comes to Kendrick. It's because you letting a socially conscious nigga eat. You yeah. know? Um, and they even had plenty of subliminals. And that's why it really comes down to Drake and, and Kendrick. Because they 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 most within each other's lanes. Now, Drake obviously doesn't want to make socially conscious music, but um, he said on the track with the game, you know, I could <laughs> take all your fans if I switched up on some socially conscious shit. He said that shit in Compton, so obviously it was a shot to Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, you know, we said a lot about Kendrick and a lot of said about Drake, but overall, the whole conversation was in response to J Cole's comments about being bronze. The nigga may have been on or something. I don't know. I think, I think it's valid, and I I hate to I hate to take that. I do, I do, because uh, J Cole, my right. favorite rapper for sure, for sure. Well, not all time, you know. Biggie, Biggie, my favorite rapper for sure, for sure. But right. J Cole is up there, bro. So the, to say my favorite rapper is a bronze, that that shit sting a little bit. It but. does, bro. I don't I don't want to admit that, but you know, if he if he gonna admit that. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> if, he don't, if he don't stop fighting, what am I going to fight for him for? You know? I still think he got an ace up his sleeve with the fall off. Yeah. Um, but it got to be a classic, bro. And this next Kendrick album got to be trash. Yeah. Yeah. For for us to put him at two. And I right. I truly doubt Kendrick Lamar is going to... Kendrick Lamar is the Frank Ocean of hip-hop. This nigga is going to wait three, four years to drop some shit. And it's still going to be fucking fire. Like facts, it's, it's just in his nature. So we can. Now, I will say this. I will say this. Now there are some rumors that are saying that the new Kendrick album is going to be a rock album. You know, and when I say rock album, I don't think it's going to be like rock rock. I think it's going to be more like rock the, shit. The performance, like, the performance he did at the Grammys, where he had like a rock backdrop to a hip hop song. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't think it'll be like a flat out rock album like Rebirth by Lil Wayne. Yeah. Um, I just think it's going to have some heavy rock elements, but we'll see. And I, I like that. I, I think I think he definitely uh, operated in that lane. And, you know, his last album been more... Right. I feel like Damn had them soulful elements, kind of like the Purple Butterfly, but also had more of that rock, kind of like what you're talking about. So I don't know, man, because his production still going to have that West Coast feel. That's what he's always done. So with mm-hmm. that West Coast feel, you're going to get some good-ass shit. I mean, West Coast is undefeated when it comes to production. So... Mm-hmm. I I think it's gonna be good, but as far as where J Cole stands, I think the bronze does stand. Uh, I think Wale is far from this conversation and never will be in this conversation. And it's sad because I I think I started off a bigger Wale fan than I was uh-huh. a Cole fan. Yeah, I, bro, you used to be your poet, your poetic too, bro. Yeah, I, I'm a big, still, still a big stop. I'll I'll do some shit right now, nigga. Uh, <laughs> Big, big spoken word fan, so I, I gravitate to artists like Wale and No Name. But I, I can't. Well, don't, don't, please don't mention No Name and, and look, J Cole look, in the man, same she, conversation. She, don't do that to me. Look. Bro. <laughs> oh, man, I gotta relive these memories again. I got PTSD, bro. Whole <laughs> fan, man, man. Oh my god. No. Did fall from grace uh, when she tried to call Cole out, bro. Fuck, fuck what she talking about. But uh, <laughs> artists like her, uh, <laughs> <they> go, <laughs> fuck, 
uh, artist has that poetic element. I gravitate um, to it. So it's just sad that Wale, even being in the conversation with his peers, just sounds like something that's outlandish, which is sad. Like, I will put Chance up there before I put Wale. And that's happening. So, yeah. uh, it's I crazy. Mean, I, feel like, I feel like all the all Big Sean and Wale thing is, 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 is common. But, you know, I will, I will say this, though. At least that he's Wale got to be happy with the fact that he at least gets to be in the conversation. You know, whether yeah. you're not you top five or not, same with Big Sean. At some point, being relevant over a longer period of time, there are way worse artists out there. Right. It could be OJ the Juice Man, you know, where he flat out said, "I'm broke as fuck." Like, there's way worse, yeah. <laughs> way worse places to be in the game. Oh, you know, um, loving hip hop, like you know, it's kind of it's kind of over. Yeah. Maybe on Love and Hip Hop soon if you can get her in a relationship. I could see that. That would be a great, great look, actually. But um, I wanted to ask one last question to you, bro. And I, I think this would be a good way to kind of wrap up the Drake and, and J. Cole conversation. Is the offseason better than Certified Lover Boy? Uh, fuck no. I don't even know why that. Wow. Uh, like absolutely said, don't even ask me like, that. It's. Uh, yeah, don't even ask me. That's crazy, bro. And I hate to say that. Look, it really do feel like if you listen to the podcast and listen to me talk about this nigga Drake and Cole, you would think I'm a bigger Drake fan. I'm a bigger Cole fan. But as a fan, I do take responsibility for my nigga's actions. And nah, the offseason was great. I think it was a great moment. And that's all it was. It doesn't really have longevity to me uh, outside maybe a few tracks. Maybe a few tracks. I think Certified Lover Boy is battling, is rivaling some of Drake's old music. Uh, I think it's rivaling views for sure. I think it's, um, nah, that's it. That's it, views. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My nigga coming for next today. Like, that's, I'm not finna- that's it. I think Certified Lover Boy's views, if I had to rank Drake albums right now, I'm going take care. Nothing was the same. Uh, if you're reading this too late, Views and their certified lover boy. That's that's why I'm going with that. And all them other mm-hmm. albums can go to hell. Honestly, they were trash. Damn, so far going was good. So far going was good, but just studio albums. And I'm considering uh-huh. if you're reading this too late, studio album. It was just great. Yeah. Uh, so um, that's how that is. But nah, not even close. Not even close. Not even close. Man. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. My guy said that off season is trash. Uh, <laughs> Did not say that. Did not say that. They gonna be in the comments. No, no fans beware. Jermaine, Cole, like nah, bro. Like nah. Don't even, don't even put me out there like that. Not trash by any means. <laughs> it is, it is secondary to certified. The nigga said it's trash. Bro. This last album of the year, bro. I really do hope he comes out with the fall off, bro. Because yeah, this is what we're comparing to Drake. Shit is spooky. It's spooky. It's Drake and Kendrick shit potentially. This could mm. be if Kendrick dropped before the year's over. It, and Cole doesn't. This will be what we're comparing their albums to. And uh, that's you making really valid points, man. I think, like I said, Kendrick has to drop some trash, bro, in order for the spots to change. Yeah, He's just to too trash. consistent. He he too consistent, and they just don't approach albums the same. Yeah, it's got it's got to be some Baby King album type shit. Like it has to be because if it's anything over. <laughs> Like I will say, if, if Kendrick comes to some top of the moment, I'm not fucking with that. I'm be the first nigga to call it trash. I swear to God, I'm not doing that. 
Oh, that's facts, though, bro. I hope he doesn't come with that. But you know this man, Kendrick's going to come in the flames. That's what he do. But, you know, that that is on that. And that's all we really got, man. Um, Wale featured J. Cole. Poke it out. Check it out. We also talked about Beautiful Bliss and Winter Schemes. That's uh, Wale featuring Cole. And those are great songs to check out if you want to just look at the plethora of songs they have together. Uh, and then, yeah, the Wale comments where, you know, he mentions J. Cole, you know, being light-skinned is why he's successful. That's fraud. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we talked about it a lot at the end of the day. You know, J. Cole, bronze, but really that nigga number one. Look, ah, fuck it. <laughs> and, and and I can't mean that based off of his content. So it is what it is. You got some closing thoughts, my G? No, man, I think you said what you had to say. I think it was a great conversation. I think we had made some really great points. I'm really, 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 really curious as what the other folks think. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like every opinion we said, man, I feel like a lot of it could be defended. I won't speak to the, the offseason or the certified lover boy, which is better conversation. I'm going to say that for the year-end playlist. Um, but I, I look forward to revisiting that conversation with the folks, man. As always, follow us everywhere. We are on YouTube. We are on the Apple Music, Spotify, all that good shit. Instagram, Twitter. We never on Twitter. But follow us anyways. <laughs> and, uh, man, keep it locked with your two favorite hip-hop and R&B analysts. Peace.